Dear friends, uh, there is a practice of mindfulness called uh, mindfulness of uh, suffering. Suffering is uh, a kind of energy. And mindfulness is another kind of energy that has the power to handle and transform the energy of suffering. The energy of mindfulness can be generated by the practice of breathing or walking. When we breathe uh, in, and if uh, we are aware that we are breathing in, that is the mindfulness of breathing. And as we continue to breathe in and out mindfully, we continue to generate the energy of mindfulness. And in this case, uh, it's called the mindfulness of breathing. When we walk, and if we pay attention to every step we take, we make, that is called mindfulness of walking. And if we keep walking like that, we generate the energy of mindfulness, mindfulness of walking. And when we eat, if we are aware that we are eating, if we concentrate on the food, on the people who are around us, practicing mindful eating, and then we also generate the energy of mindfulness mindfulness of eating. And uh, when we are able to generate the energy of mindfulness, we, we will be able to make use of that uh, energy in order to take care of our body and our uh, mind. There is a suffering inside of every one of us. And mindfulness of suffering means you go home to yourself and get in touch with the suffering inside. And with the energy of mindfulness, you can recognize that uh, suffering and you can hold tenderly the suffering in yourself. Usually, people don't like to, uh, to go home to themselves and get in touch with the suffering inside. They are afraid of, of being overwhelmed by the suffering inside. So the usual way is to try to run away from their own suffering. They try to cover up the suffering inside, their loneliness, their fear, their anger, and their despair. They try to run away from that. And they try to consume in order to forget that there is suffering in us, in them. Uh, we pick up a book to read. Uh, we uh, pick up a newspaper to read. We turn on the television. We go and, uh, and uh, find something to eat. We go to the internet. We do anything in order to get busy 
and not to have to go home to ourselves and touch the suffering inside. But with uh, the energy of mindfulness generated by the practice, we can go home without fear. With that energy of mindfulness generated by mindful breathing, mindful walking, for instance, we can go home in strength and we can recognize the suffering inside of us and we can hold it tenderly like a mother holding her baby. The suffering, the suffering within us carries within itself the suffering of our father, of our mother, of our ancestors. The suffering in us carries within itself the suffering of our father, our mother, our ancestors. And holding the suffering inside of us, we will come to understand the nature and the roots of that suffering. Understanding the suffering in us will feel lighter, we feel uh, better because understanding suffering always brings about uh, the energy of, ma- of uh, compassion. Suppose, suppose when we, uh, we look at one person, and if we can recognize the suffering in him or in her, And if you can see that that person is not capable of handling the suffering in him or in her, and that is why that person continues to be victim of his or her suffering, you begin to understand. And compassion is born. Compassion is born in us. We don't want to punish him or her anymore. Instead, we want to do something, uh, say something in order to help him or her to suffer less. It means uh, recognizing the suffering in that person, understanding that suffering, uh, give rise to the energy of compassion. And with compassion inside of us, we don't suffer anymore. We are no longer angry. We want to do or to say something to help that person suffer less. So the, the principle is uh, simple and clear. Understanding suffering always help uh, the energy of compassion to be born. And compassion is a kind of energy that has the power to heal and to transform. And that is why mindfulness of suffering is a kind of practice that helps generate the energy of compassion that can heal us and heal the world. The suffering in us also reflects the suffering of our country, our society. And if you understand the suffering inside of us, we will come to understand the suffering of uh, our society as well. And tonight we will um, 
begin with uh, that practice called uh, mindfulness of suffering. The monastics uh, will chant uh, the name of uh, Avalokiteshvara, a great being that has the, the capacity to listen with compassion to the suffering of the world. Avalokiteshvara is not a god. He is a person like uh, the rest of us. But he had the practice of listening to uh, the suffering within himself and came to understand the suffering inside of himself. He got transformed and was able to listen and to understand the suffering of other people. Just listening you can help other people to suffer less. Avalokita is inside of every one of us because uh, we all have the capacity to listen. But because we, we do not train ourselves in that art of listening. Our capacity of listening is poor. With uh, uh, a week of practice, we'll be able to listen much better. And first of all, we listen to our own suffering. And after having understood our own suffering, it will be easier to understand the suffering of the other person. And understanding the suffering of the other person help us to be compassionate. And compassion in us will help us to, to, to do something in order to help him or her to suffer less. So the monastics uh, here, they have been trained to chant in such a way that they can go back to themselves and get in touch with the suffering inside of them. When they chant the name Avalokiteshvara for the first time, they go home to themselves and get in touch with the suffering inside. The purpose, as you know already, is to allow the energy of compassion to be born. And when they chant the name for the second time, they reach out and recognize the suffering in the people in front of them, on the left, on the right. And the purpose is the same, to give compassion a chance to be born. And when they chant the name for the third time, they reach out to many parts of the world in order to uh, recognize the suffering a little bit everywhere. War, discrimination, violence, death, poverty, injustice. And the purpose is the same, to allow compassion to be born. And when we practice like that together as a group, the energy, the collective energy of mindfulness and compassion will be powerful. 
And if we happen to be in that zone of energy, we can get the healing and transformation. And while listening to the chanting, we might be able, we might contribute to generating that uh, energy of mindfulness and compassion also. There is uh, tension and pain in our body. And if we allow ourselves to be in the here and the now, if we allow ourselves to be embraced by the collective energy of mindfulness and compassion, and then we'll be able to release the tension and reduce the pain in our body, and we feel better after a few minutes of listening. And if we have some fear, anger, despair in our heart, it's time for us to open our heart and allow the collective energy of mindfulness and compassion generated by the practice to penetrate and help hold the suffering inside. We practice like this. Dear Sangha, dear community, here is my pain, here is my sorrow, my despair. I am a beginner in the practice. I do not have enough the energy of mindfulness in order to hold and embrace and transform. So please, dear Sangha, help hold uh, my suffering for me. We practice like a drop of water in the heart of a river. A drop of water allowed herself to be transported, embraced by the whole river. So we sitting in a Sangha, sitting in the community of practice, we allowed our body and our heart to be embraced by the collective energy of mindfulness and compassion. And if we practice like that, surrender ourselves to the collective energy of mindfulness, we will feel much better after a number of minutes of listening. This is uh, the energy uh, of suffering, being taken care of the energy of mindfulness and compassion. If we have someone in the family who is uh, very sick, who suffers deeply at this moment, who cannot come to the retreat, we can very well send this energy home to him or to her by just thinking of that person or calling he saw her name silently, and this uh, wholesome energy will be channeled to that person at home, and he or she will feel better right in uh, this evening. The practice is simple enough. When we focus our attention on our in-breath, and become aware of our in-breath and out-breath, and continue to breathe like that, we can stop the thinking. Because the thinking can 
take us away from the here and the now. And we will not be embraced by the collective energy. So just uh, breathe in and out mindfully, focus our attention on our in-breath and out-breath, and allow the past, the future, our projects to be released, and then we'll be able to be truly in the here and the now, to benefit from the collective energy of mindfulness and compassion. If uh, during the practice you feel like uh, you want to cry, and then allow ourselves to cry, mindful crying, we can cry, but we still focus our attention on our in-breath and out-breath. And it can be very healing if we allow ourselves to be embraced by the energy of uh, mindfulness and compassion. We practice like a mother, a loving mother, holding her baby. The tenderness, the energy of tenderness from the mother penetrates into the body of the baby and the baby feels better after a few minutes. And the essential is uh, we try to be there in the here and the now and and allow our body to relax and surrender ourselves to the collective energy of the Sangha.
On global ethics, happy teachers will change the world. The first thing we will do tomorrow morning is a walking meditation. Walking meditation is uh, a wonderful way to learn how to live deeply every moment of our daily life. Every step help us to arrive in the here and the now. Our destination is uh, in every step. We know that the past is no longer there and the future is not yet there. There's only one moment when life is uh, available. And that is why every step should bring us home to the here and the now. That is our to whom, the here and the now. If we uh, go home to the here and the now, we will encounter life with all the wonders of life. The wonders of life are inside of us and around us. We need to get in touch with this uh, refreshing, uh, healing, wonderful elements in order to heal us and to nourish us. Uh, usually in, uh, when we walk together as a group, we don't go too, slow, too slowly. Uh, breathing in, we may like to make uh, two steps or three steps. And we uh, We, uh, we are aware of the contact between our foot and the ground, touching the earth mindfully. There is no thinking during uh, the practice because the thinking will take us away from the here and the now. So breathing in, we may we may take uh, two steps. And you may say, I have arrived. I have arrived. And this is a challenge. You have to arrive in the here and the now with every step. And for those of us who are used to the practice, we can arrive 100% in the here and the now. And if we work like that, we release the past, we release the future, we release our project, we become a free person. 
And as a free person, we are able to get in touch with the wonders of life that are available in the here and the now for our nourishment and healing. I have arrived. I have arrived. And this is not a, a declaration. This is a realization. We have to really arrive in the here and the now. I remember there is a journalist from Paris who came to Plum Village and uh, with the intention to write an article on mindfulness. And she's from a Catholic uh, weekly, Timonyash uh, Christian. She stayed with us uh, for two weeks. And she said that uh, she reported in her article that uh, the first time she do work, she did work in meditation, her mind refused to go with her feet. She got all the instructions from the abbess of the new hamlet. She understood everything. And yet when she began the first session of walking meditation with the nuns, her mind refused to join uh, her body. But after 15 minutes, she was able to bring mind and body together and, every, and enjoy every step. She stayed a few weeks in Plumlege and she went back to Paris and wrote a very good article because that article was based not on interviews, but on her own practice. And I remember the article she wrote uh, has the title, In the Country of the Present Moment. So during working meditation, we try to coordinate our steps with our breath and breathing in. We want to make two or three steps. I have arrived. I have arrived. It means I have arrived in the here and the now. It should be a realization and not a declaration. When we breathe in mindfully, we bring our mind home to our body. And when mind and body are together, we are fully present in the here and the now. And with one step, we can touch life with all the wonders of life. We are free. We are a free person. We walk as a free person. And every step can be very pleasant. Every step has uh, generate the energy of freedom and solidity in it. Every step can be healing and nourishing. That those of us who just practice uh, walking meditation and heal ourselves. So with one in-breath, you may like to make two steps or three steps. I have arrived, arrived, arrived. And when you breathe out, you can make three steps or four steps. I'm home, home, home. My true home is in the here and the now.
because only in the here and the now that we can encounter true life with all the wonders. Walking like that generates the energy of freedom, solidity, and joy. Walking like that brings us into the kingdom of God. Everything that we encounter, a little flower, a tree, the sunshine, everything belongs to the kingdom of God. And also our body belongs to the kingdom of God. To me, the kingdom of God is not an idea, abstract idea. It is a reality that we can encounter in our daily life. That flower, if... Uh, she does not belong to the kingdom of God, where she should belong to. So with uh, mindfulness and concentration, you can touch the kingdom of God in everything you see and you hear. The kingdom of God is available right here and right now. The question is whether we are available to the kingdom. And to make us available to the kingdom is not difficult. Just breathe in mindfully and bring your mind home to your body. And there you are, established in the here and the now. And with only one step, you can enter the kingdom of God. And later on, from the parking lot to, to, the, work, to the place where you work, you will walk like that and enjoy the kingdom with every step. Every step is healing. Every step is nourishing. And the practice is very pleasant. If you suffer while you breathe and while you walk, it's not good practice. In principle, it is pleasant. You can enjoy your in-breath. You can enjoy your out-breath. You can enjoy your steps. And if uh, you enjoy your in-breath, you enjoy your steps, you know that you, your practice is correct. I have arrived, arrived. It means I have arrived in the here and the now. I have arrived in the kingdom of God, in the pure land of the Buddha. And when we breathe out, we make uh, three steps, or four, according to our need. If you uh, make uh, two steps while breathing in, you may like to make uh, three steps while breathing out. Because our out-breath is uh, usually longer than our in-breath. Two, three. Two for in-breath and three for out-breath. And every step is pleasant. And if you make uh, three steps while breathing in, and then 
you will make uh, something like five steps while I'm breathing out. I always begin with three, five, and then a few minutes later, it becomes four, six. And for me, there is only one style of walking because it's so pleasant. Everywhere I go, I use walking meditation. The airport, the railway station, everywhere. Everywhere is the kingdom of God, the pure land of the Buddha. It's very healing, very nourishing. So tomorrow we shall, the first thing we do tomorrow is to do walking meditation together. And if uh, everyone is doing that, breathing in mindfully, breathing out mindfully, making steps mindfully, arriving in every minute, in every step, and then we will create a collective, a powerful collective of uh, energy of uh, mindfulness and peace that will be very healing for everyone. Everyone can contribute to the success of the retreat by his or her practice.